need to put five years of grind into anything yeah, without happen. making a quarter. Right. Don't even start. Sometimes it takes that long to get over the hump. A lot of people want checks, but bosses cut checks. Welcome to... You're listening to The Wrestling Takeover. What is your name? With your host, Jordan Turner, who's always going to keep it real. Come on, King. Inside and outside the ring. Let me make myself clear. He's got the band behind him, King. It's time to take over, King. Are you ready? He's all fired up now, King. Take over. Let's go. Yo, what's poppin', y'all? Y'all know the vibes. What's going on? And welcome back to another brand new episode of the Wrestling Takeover Podcast, the number one podcast when it comes to creativity and honesty, ladies and gentlemen. Today, I got your wrestling news coverage right here on the Wrestling Takeover Podcast. This is Thursday, March 2nd, 2023. Before I get right into the wrestling news, before I get into it, I want to take a couple minutes, a couple minutes of peace and just talk to you guys for a second. This podcasting thing is very fun. I love it. I work hard. I take a lot of notes. Sometimes I talk about things that are on the top of my head. Um, I'm very passionate. I am, like I said in my intros all the time, I'm one of the most creative people, one of the most creative wrestling fans in the entire wrestling community. I'm good at it. I don't know if that's an ego thing. Um, and I'm going to mention ego in a second, but it's okay to say that you're you're the best at something. And I never say that I'm the best at you know being knowledgeable. There's a lot of people that are very knowledgeable in the wrestling community, in the wrestling landscape. So what makes me different from everybody else? It's that creativity mentality. It's that creativity mentality. I have that. I'm not afraid to admit it. I love that God gave me that gift. I write articles as well too. I write articles for DiscussPW.com. No article this week. I will get back to that starting next week. I kind of just want to take everything in. I'm very proud of myself from where I've gone to where I want to be. If you guys are new to the podcast, you're just finding the Wrestling Integral podcast. You will not be disappointed when you hear a new episode. I come in full of passion, full of knowledge. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a wrestling fan. I'm a wrestling purist. I am very... Like I said, knowledgeable, very educated. And I'm one of the most creative people that you will ever hear in the wrestling community. I love what I do. Now, do I wish things can kind of move a little bit rapidly? Of course. Of course. Anybody that is chasing a dream like I am, they kind of want that satisfaction. They want it to come quick. Here's the thing. It's not going to come quick. It's going to take some time. Wrestling, it's hard to stand out. It's really hard to stand out. You know, you have people that bring different views and opinions to the table. Some people like the sugarcoat things. Some people like that brutal honesty mindset. That's what they bring. That's what I bring. I bring knowledge. Right? I'm very educated. But that creativity bubble, I feel is really going to differ from me to other colleagues. 
We're all in this out of love and passion and drive, determination. I might have different goals than other people. People might be just doing this because they're a fan. That's it. They just want to get their opinion out there. And that and that's it. You know? That's not what I'm doing. That's not the only reason I would say why I'm doing this. I want to go somewhere with this. I want to go somewhere with this wrestling, podcasting, creative, writing um, journey. If you guys are familiar with the podcast, you're a day oneer, or you recently found it a couple months ago, I appreciate that. I want to be a writer. I want to be a creative writer for the WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment. That is the number one goal. If not WWE, any other wrestling promotion, I want to be a writer. But I started to research and, and kind of come up with another dream that I would love to do. You guys like First Take. You guys like Get Up. Those talk shows. Um, those, you know, discussion table, you know, conversations. I want to do something like that in professional wrestling because there is nobody in the community. There's no one in the wrestling industry that really does that on a consistent basis. There's nobody. I would love to bring that to the table. I would love to bring that to the forefront. Right now, I'm kind of focusing on um, audio-wise, starting there first, and then we can all get together in person and do this. So that's really where I want to go. I want to have the podcast be on Sirius XM on other stations as well, have it be very popular and well-known and also respected, right? So I kind of wanted to just take some time, talk about that for a bit, and uh, say thank you to everybody for all the love and support. Um, I want to just update you guys on everything that's going on. Um, Zero Dark Thirty is where I'm at right now. I'm in that mode. I'm in that mindset. And, um, you know, I'll be back with the reviews. Don't sweat it. I'll be back. I'm keeping up to date with everything that's going on. I'm still posting on Instagram at the Wrestling Takeover. Go follow your boy. You feel me? Um, and I love y'all. I really appreciate all the support. I appreciate the follows. If it's on Twitter at JT Takeover, or like I said on Instagram at the Wrestling Takeover, if it's just going on discusspw.com and reading all of my articles, even if it's just one, I appreciate y'all. I really do. You never know who's listening. That's a motto that I've been hearing a lot of people in the business and out of the business have been telling me, uh, you never know who's listening. You never know who's reading your articles. I'm going to get somewhere this year more than ever. I'm not going to be stagnant in, in the position that I'm at right now. So um, I'm just going to keep trucking along. I'm going to keep putting my head down and I'm going to keep going to work. Um, but sometimes I kind of get in my little, you know, my little mode where zero dark 30, where I just want to be silent right now. I want to assess and kind of see what's going on, you know, in the wrestling world, my journey as a podcaster and writer, um, the consistency is not going to change. I'm still going to do that. But like I said, I just like to take a couple, you know, of days and maybe a week or two to kind of reassess and readjust things. Um, but Let's get into uh, the rest of the news. I know you guys are tired of me rambling, but I just wanted to take that time to kind of talk to y'all on the real and give y'all a different perspective outside of the podcasting uh, realm of things. Most of these news are WWE related. There is actually one AEW article. Uh, so we're going to get started. Let's talk about the wrestling news. Um, before I do that, actually, I want to shout out wrestling news. Uh, Taco, I want to shout out Give Me Sport. Um, I want to shout out Fightful. Uh, these are all the wrestling news sites that I got all of the news from. Let's get started. So Triple H, the title reads, Triple H wants a smaller WrestleMania card. WWE talent unhappy about not being on the show. I love this. 
Listen, before I read the news, I'm going to give you guys my opinion on this. Triple H, if you guys watched NXT, like I have, right? And I'm talking about black and gold. I'm not talking about the new NXT now. I'm talking about black and gold NXT. You only had like five or even four matches on NXT takeovers. Not six, not seven, not eight. I'm acting like LeBron. When LeBron mentioned not one, not two championships, not three, not four. Y'all get the deal. Triple H had that mindset in NXT, and he's now applying that mindset on the main roster. And there's people bitching about it. It is what it is. But I love this. I think it's great. And when you look at the whole totality of WrestleMania, we do not need, especially because it's two nights. Keep that in mind. It's two night WrestleMania. This isn't an eight or nine hour WrestleMania. Hopefully that is over forever. And we go two nights moving forward, which we have over the past couple years. Let's have that, you know, format. Let's have it be forever. It will get everybody on the card or everybody that deserves to be on WrestleMania. If you have been in a storyline that has been, you know, throughout the year and you've been busting your ass. I know everybody has been busting their ass. I understand that. But if your storylines are, you know, more intriguing and fans are interested in and, you know, you've been really cooking as a late over the past uh, year. You deserve to be on WrestleMania. We cannot have any Joe Schmo fucking Bumble match on WrestleMania. That's not going to slide with me as a fan. I'm not with that at all. You feel me? I know many fans are not with that. Um, Triple H clearly isn't with that either. So shout out to Triple H. So this year's WrestleMania card will not include a lot of names this year. WrestlingNews.co is told that Triple H wants a small card this year, which means that a lot of names that have been working on TV and live events throughout the year will be hanging out backstage during the show. Good. In prior years, there was an effort to include many wrestlers on the card as possible, and a battle royal would be added to the card, at least give the undercard a chance to be featured on the show. We're told that this year there is no battle royal plan and only a small handful of talent are being used. There is also small unhappiness uh, about some of the slots on the show being used by legends and celebrities. All right, I completely understand from a celebrity and legend standpoint. I get that. All right? They come in out of nowhere, you know, just haven't been in storylines, whatever. Right? And they're taking your spot. That I understand. But this other bullshit about, you know, not a lot of wrestlers are going to be used on WrestleMania, no Battle Royal. Fuck the Battle Royal. Fuck the Battle Royal, okay? The Andre Giant Memorial Battle Royal, the, um, the Women's Battle Royal, fuck the Battle Royals. Again, If you listen to my podcast, I am blunt. I'm unfiltered. I keep it 100, just like I would want you guys to keep it 100 with me if you were on casual conversations and we were talking about some topics in the world of professional wrestling. I am going to keep it 100 with each and every one of you guys. All right? Fuck the Battle Royals. We don't need the Battle Royals. Those Battle Royals are pointless Because you're getting people on the show that, quite frankly, don't deserve to be on the show. You're just putting them on the show because it gives them a bigger payday. Gives them a better paycheck. But you're putting people on the show that haven't been in storylines. You see what I mean? It doesn't make any sense. At the end of the day, listen. You haven't been booked. You haven't been productive on storylines and you're crying that you want to be on WrestleMania fuck out of here no 
You don't deserve to be on WrestleMania. Not every person deserves to be on WrestleMania. You want to butt your ass or bust your ass. You want to put in that work? Go bust your ass. Put in that work. Let the bosses see that. And they'll add you to storylines throughout the year. And you'll be eligible. You should want to fight to be on WrestleMania. This is what I'm talking about. This mindset, this mentality. Oh, anybody can be on WrestleMania. No. That should not be the mindset moving forward. You got to bust your ass. You got to impress to be on WrestleMania. Simple. So, that's that. Let's truck it along. Let's let's uh let's move it along here. Let's get to the next wrestling news from Give Me Sport. Uh, WWE, one of the best wrestlers in the world, open-minded to signing for Triple H. Uh, Kenny Omega, this is the gentleman that uh, people are, you know, projecting that might go to WWE. I don't know about that. We'll see. Anything's possible. Kenny Omega is open to joining WWE after after working for Triple H in a new report has claimed. I don't know why they said that Kenny Omega worked for Triple H. He's never worked for Triple H. Um, Omega's deal with AEW is up there, and it's uh, nearing its end. And numerous say that he could join Cody Rhodes in moving to the competition. Uh, Many fans didn't expect Omega to ever, AEW especially for WWE, but the 39-year-old is apparently open to the idea. During this week, this got everybody talking, everybody going crazy. Kenny Omega is one of the founding members, founding fathers of AEW and one of the executive vice presidents, but his future with the company is quite unclear. Wade Keller of PW Torch is reporting that WWE is aware of the fact that Omega is, quote, open-minded to the idea of joining before he retires via WrestleTalk. They say, quote, I have confirmed that they're aware of Omega's mind opening to the come to WWE. That's what I've been told. That he's open-minded to landing in WWE before his career is over. Now, they say due to shorts and due to shots that several AW stars have taken at WWE, uh, fans didn't expect the promotion's high-profile wrestlers to consider working for Vince McMahon's company. However, the success that Cody Rhodes has been seeing since leaving AW in February 2022... Looks like it's insensitive for many within the company to consider potentially joining WWE. Omega is widely uh, regarded as one of the best wrestlers in the world. Isn't the only high profile wrestler on WWE's radar right now. As this month it is emerged that via the Wrestling Observer that WWE is quite hopeful of signing the former IWGP World Heavyweight Champion Jay White. Now that he's finished with New Japan Pro Wrestling. So it looks like WWE not only wants Kenny Omega, but they want Jay White. I've gone over that on many occasions. I am predicting that Jay White will be in WWE after WrestleMania. I think he signed. They're just being quiet about it. Now, Kenny Omega. If Kenny Omega, let me make this perfectly clear. If Kenny Omega goes to WWE... You can close shop with AEW. Do you guys know? Are you all aware that Cody Rhodes? He's in he's in WWE. We're all aware of that. But are you aware that AEW is still recovering from the absence of Cody Rhodes? I see it. I sense it. I watch it on a weekly basis. I just got done watching AEW last night. It was aight. There were some things on there that really bothered me for the most part. But it is what it is. I'm still feeling the effects of Cody Rhodes not being in AEW. Am I happy that he's in WWE? Of course I am. Of course I am. I'm a wrestling fan. Now I'm going to tell you this right now. I don't know who else is going to tell you this. But if they don't, you heard it here around the wrestling takeover. If Kenny Omega goes to WWE... AEW is one step closer to being irrelevant. Being irrelevant, no one gives a fuck 
about AW as much as they used to. You're right. I'm trying to fix my words here. I'm not going to say they're going to close shop because they're not going to close shop. But boy, they're getting close to being irrelevant. If Kenny Omega goes to WWE. WWE. Or Paul Levesque. I don't know what his mindset is. I don't know how he's approaching things. I'm just going off on face value and I'm just giving you guys my opinion. I'm not reading any articles pertaining to what Triple H's mindset is going after AEW. I'm not, you know, doing anything like that. This is just an open form. I'm just giving you guys my uh, personal and expertise opinion. And here's the facts. Triple H was fucked over, right, with NXT. NXT fucked him over, right? Vince McMahon fucked Triple H over. Nick Khan fucked Triple H over. You put NXT against AEW. That was a grave mistake. I've been saying for years that NXT did not need to leave the WWE Network. And as soon as they did that, in my personal opinion, they were dead. They were dead in the water as soon as they left the WWE Network. Oh, wait. So now Vince McMahon wants NXT to face AEW? A new promotion? That's not going to look well for Triple H and NXT. And guess what happened? NXT, it didn't hang. It didn't hang. They got their ass beat by AEW, right? And we've seen everything that happened with NXT, black and gold. I'm not talking about this NXT. I'm not talking about the new version, the 2.0. I'm talking about black and gold. It was done. It was finished. If Triple H takes Kenny Omega, that is going to be a big, a big deal for WWE. Now, people are saying, oh, if WWE gets Kenny Omega, they get the Young Bucks too. Apparently, the Young Bucks contract will be expiring pretty soon as well too. But I'm also hearing that Tony Khan might add dates to Kenny Omega because he was injured. All right, you guys remember he was hurt throughout the couple months last year? And I mean, it makes sense. He doesn't have to add more dates to his contract because he was hurt, but, you know, he's a boss. He could do that. He has the privilege to do so. I'll give you guys my prediction. My prediction is this. I do see Kenny Omega going to the WWE. Why the fuck not? Why not? Do you guys also remember... Kenny Omega was seen and heard saying verbatim. And if you guys missed that uh, Renee Paquette interview with Kenny Omega, you guys should go check that out. I listened to it, just got done. And Kenny Omega mentioned that he, he would love to face AJ Styles before he retires. Where's AJ Styles at? AJ Styles is in WWE. Yes, he's not being used. I don't know why he's not being used. Maybe he just is having a lighter schedule. That's probably what's going on with AJ Styles. But my point is proven that Kenny Omega wants to face AJ Styles at WrestleMania. So to do that, Kenny Omega, you are going to have to eventually go to the WWE. Period. AJ Styles is not leaving the WWE. That's just my assumption. My opinion. I do not see AJ Styles leaving the WWE. So Kenny Omega, you want to face AJ Styles? You need to go to WWE. Do I think he's going to go to WWE? Yes, I do. I believe Kenny Omega will go to WWE. There will be multiple AEW stars that will eventually go to the WWE. There will be WWE stars that will be going to AEW. There's no question about that. They're going to flip and flop, flip and flop. You go there, you come over here, vice versa. So we'll see what happens with that. Moving on, ladies and gentlemen. Another report from Give Me Sport. They read, WWE Raw Legends returns for storyline they've wanted to work for some time. This is interesting. A WWE Legend return on Raw um, on Monday for a program they wanted to work for some time. We obviously know this person is Trish Stratus. And I believe Lita as well. Both of them. Trish Stratus returned to 
WWE during the main event of Monday Night Raw. The WWE Hall of Famer helped Becky Lynch and Lita beat Damage Control's EO Sky and Dakota Kai to win the Women's Tag Team Championships. Status isn't just back for one night, though, according to reports, and is expected to stay around for quite some time. Just hearing that really irks me. And it's not going to irk me in the way that you guys are probably thinking. It's not that. I'll tell you why I'm irked. Because we should have got Mercedes Monet, Sasha Banks versus Trish Stratus at WrestleMania 39. I booked that. That was one of the top tier programs going into WrestleMania 39. Sasha Banks versus Trish Stratus. We are clearly not getting that. And I'm bummed about that. But I'm happy Trish Stratus is here. As of noted, Trish is back on TV and all signs point to the 47. She's 47 and she looked good, boy. She looked yummy. I'm just going to be honest with y'all. I'm keeping it being with y'all. All right? She looked good, man. For her age, she looks phenomenal. Um, becoming a regular fixture on Monday Night Raw moving forward. WRKD Wrestling, her first broke that Stratus would be returning to WWE, has said that she'll be back for a, quote, lengthy program via WrestleTalk. Man, everyone wants to be a journalist. Everybody wants to be a podcaster, man. It's crazy. It is what it is. The report didn't reveal what Stratus is going to be doing just that she's likely to become a full-time fixture on Raw, at least for the foreseeable future. The account tweet last week that Trish Radis is set to come in for a storyline that she's been wanting to do for quite some time, suggesting that it is set to be one big for the women's division. In fact, the report also explained that Trish Radis definitely won't be in a role that most expect, hinting that fans will be surprised with what Triple H has for the eight-time women's champion. At the time of this writing, there has been no confirmation that Trish Radis is going to wrestle once again now that she's back in WWE. However, the feeling among many is that WWE wouldn't have brought her back and have her get physical on her return if there wasn't plans for her to have at least one match. Listen, I think here's my opinion on the women's uh, division and the women's tag team championships. Um, before I go over my opinion, let me just say this. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm going to be transparent. You might not like what I have to say, and that's fine. You guys that are listening to the podcast, you guys that are fans of the women's tag team championships, if you read my article on DiscussPW.com talking about and having a conversation about the Women's Tag Team Championships, you will know where I'm going with this. I don't give a fuck about the Women's Tag Team Championships. I don't give a fuck if Trish Stratus and Lita are holding the belts. I don't care that Becky Lynch and Lita are holding the belts. I didn't care about damage control holding the belts. Those belts have no prestige. After Sasha Banks and Bailey lost those titles, those women's tag team titles really weren't a joke. They were a joke. They were presented as a joke. They are a joke to this very day on Thursday, March 2nd, 2023. That's just my opinion, and that's how I feel about it. WWE with the women's tag team division. I have one question for you. For everybody that's listening to this podcast, what division? You have an answer for me? If so, please let me know. What division? Tell me when I'm telling lies. I'm always honest. Those titles are worthless. They have no prestige. There's no division. 
because you don't have a lot of women. You don't have a lot of women. You release majority of them, right? You split majority of them up. So how am I supposed to take that as a fan? Oh, Lita's back. Okay. I love Lita. Oh, she's tag teaming with Becky Lynch. Oh, they won the women's tag team titles. Of course they were going to win the women's tag team titles. There was no other way. It was either they win or Bailey interferes. So I was going to be right anyways. Because I tweeted it out before the show even started. And guess what happened? One of the ideas that I came up with actually happened. They won the damn titles. Good for Becky Lynch and good for Lita. But, okay, what's next? That's the question. What's next? Do they have a plan for the women's tag team division? I mean, it don't look like it. I'll give them time, but it doesn't look like it. You see, on NXT, we have the NXT women's tag team titles. Why? Why don't you do this? And I've brought this up on multiple occasions. And like I said, if you're new to the podcast, this is where I pitch ideas and I am very good at it. Get rid of the women's tag team titles on NXT. Have one women's tag team championship. That women's tag team championship that Lita and Becky Lynch are currently holding. Have that float between Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. If this was me, I would get rid of the fucking tag team titles on both NXT and on the main roster. You don't have a lot of teams, so you cannot call yourself a tag team division. You can't because you don't have a lot of women. You put women together for the sake of putting women together, and I'm justified in saying that because of what happened on Monday Night Raw. Lita and Becky Lynch are not a formidable tag team. I don't care if you are a fan of Becky Lynch. I don't care if you're a fan of Lita. I'm a fan of Lita. She's in my top five all time. Becky Lynch, I love Becky Lynch. They are not a formidable tag team. Simple. Damage control are not a formidable tag team. Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey, yes, they are best friends. I understand they are not a formidable tag team. I'm trying to educate you guys and trying to have you guys understand where I am coming from. I am not trying to come up here and bitch and moan. I'm trying to bring facts to the table. I have no notes. Everything that I just said, I have no notes. The only notes I have are reading this report. That's it. I'm happy that Trish is back. I love Trish. Do they need Trish? No, they don't. They don't need Trish. They don't need Alita. They don't need the Women's Tag Team Championships. You need to get rid of those. You either do one or two things. You have one set of tag team titles that flows between Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, like I just suggested. Or you introduce... A intercontinental championship for the women's division. And you have that title float between Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. You introduce NXT. I don't understand why these tag team titles are still around. I understand why Triple H is trying to book it. He is doing a piss poor job with it. Because there's no women to advocate for a women's tag team division. Tell me when I'm telling lies. Case closed. All right, we're going to move on. We're going to go to the next uh, report, second to last report of this podcast. I appreciate all the support. And uh, just continue to spread the love of the Rust and Takeover on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Be sure to follow me on social media, ladies and gentlemen, Twitter at JT Takeover, man, and on Instagram at The Wrestling Takeover. I appreciate all the followers on Instagram. Much love for y'all. Fightful. Fightful is reporting that Chris Jericho said, quote, 
I like the way AEW does things over WWE. I have zero interest in going back to WWE. Do I believe Chris Jericho, what, what he said last? No, of course I don't believe Chris Jericho. Now, is he telling the truth? Yeah, he probably is telling the truth. But again, do I believe him? No, I don't. But we'll see what happens. Um, Chris Jericho doesn't see himself going back to WWE. Jericho was one of the first signings to AEW joining the company when they started in 2019. He's remained one of the top stars in the promotion and was the first ever AEW World Champion. Along with being featured talent on television, Jericho lends his knowledge to others backstage. Speaking on Maddie Patty of Daily Star, Jericho commented about his AEW status. He said, quote, I don't see why it would be, Jericho said, when asked if he would end his career in AEW. Quote, I don't hold a torch for WWE. To me, that's not the place to be. AEW is the place to be. It really is. I've been in WWE. I know how it works. They work that way. I don't care if Vince is there, Hunter is there, or whoever is there. They have a way of doing things, and I was doing uh, that for 20 years and was pretty good at it. I like the way we do things in AEW better, so I don't know why I wouldn't want to finish my career in AEW. I have never thought that I wouldn't finish my career in WWE, but things just happen. And I was just like, oh, I want to go to New Japan and do this match with New Japan Pro Wrestler. And it opened up a new form with the new world for me. It wasn't like, oh my God, this is just fun side of wrestling again. Wrestling business is wrestling business. And there's always ups and downs. But I have zero interest in ever going back to WWE. That's not out of the bitterness or anger. I love Vince McMahon and I love Hunter and all of the people there. I just really dig AEW. And I have a stake in the game. I came here uh, right out of the gate and I was the guy. Uh, besides Jim Ross, there was nobody that hardly had been on television and on national basis other than myself. I take great part in that. I started here. Why would I not want to walk away from it? There's so much more that I can do here. And the sense of accomplishments is massive. Jericho signed a three-year extension with AEW in 2022 in October. Okay. He... He feels that he doesn't want to go to WWE. All right. That's fine. Now, if he's a bullshit artist and he actually does end up going to WWE. I mean, wrestlers lie all the time, though. Wrestlers lie all the time. Tell them when they're telling lies. We'll flip it and we'll actually tell them that they're telling lies. A lot of lies. I never lie. Period. So... Yeah, Jericho, you know, he says he doesn't want to ever go to WWE. We'll see. We'll see. I am uh, I'm happy with what he's doing in AEW. I really am. Uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society, though. That shit's got to fucking end. That shit's got to end. I'm so over that faction. I couldn't give a rat's ass about that faction, to be honest with you. Um, like I said, Revolution is this Sunday. You know, I'll check it out on social media or whatever. Maybe I'll purchase it and just, you know, won't review it. I'll just watch it um, and uh, we'll see what's up. Maybe I actually will review it. I don't know, but I'm leaning towards not reviewing the show and kind of just watching it on a whim and, you know, tweeting about it here or there. So we'll see what's popping with it. The only reason why, though, I don't want to, you know, purchase it. It's because the show is too long. We're going to go at midnight with this shit. And then I got to do a podcast about it. Nah, man, I'm not. That's not the vibe, man. That's not the form that I'm, you know, interested in. But again, I'll keep you guys updated. If I do change my mind, I'll keep you guys updated on Twitter and Instagram. Last report of the day. Oh, boy. Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon reportedly from Give Me Sport campaign and pushed for poorly received WrestleMania match. Vince McMahon, uh, per reports, campaigned and pushed for a divisive WWE WrestleMania match to happen. You guys know where I'm going with this. I'm going to say this right now. 
before I read the article, because I'm looking at the article right now, before I read it, everybody should have known that Vince McMahon was going to be back and have a say in the creative process. You know when I knew that Vince was back? When Triple H said that me and him talk about creative all the time. What is right? What is wrong? What should I need to do? Help me out. Vince McMahon is back on the creative. Simple. Oh, but Louis Danger of Give Me Sport. Louis Danger, listen, he has a job. He's doing it very well. Shout out to Louis Danger. No shade whatsoever. With the work that you do, no shade, man. You do great stuff. Here's the facts. Stop pandering to the fucking fans. You're lying. You remember that promo with Roman Reigns looking in the camera, talking about, you know, something with John Cena and saying that, you know, uh, he still feels like he's the guy. And then Roman Reigns looked into the fucking camera and said, you're lying. Louis Danger. I'm Roman Reigns and you're John Cena. And I'm looking into uh, the camera because I do have a camera here. And I'm going to tell you this. You're lying to the public. Vince McMahon has some responsibilities in creative. I'm sorry. I don't need a report. I don't need none of that shit. All I do is one thing and one thing only, like you do, like everybody else does. Watch the show. If you're smart, you're educated. I know you're educated. Why are you saying bullshit to get clicks? Come on, homie. You know better than that. I'm not just talking about Louis Danger. I'm talking about every other reporter out there. Why y'all giving fans bullshit? So this is why I'm here. I give y'all the truth, the reality of the situation. Watch the show. You're lying to the people. Oh, Vince is not in charge. Oh, Vince doesn't have a say. Okay. Okay. Tell me this. Did Triple H plan for Omas versus Brock Lesnar? No, you did not. You know, the crazy thing is the funniest thing happened during the week. I came home from work. I looked at the news and right in front of my face is a report from Fightful Sean Ross Sapp that read the following. Brock Lesnar turned down a match with Bray Wyatt. It wasn't even Omos. Omos wasn't even the original plan. It went from Stone Cold and then it went from Bray Wyatt to Omos. Triple H wanted Bray Wyatt to go one-on-one with Brock Lesnar. Brock said no. And then that's when Vince came in and said, okay, bet. Face Omos. Okay. Vince brought it up. Okay, Vince. Because he has a good relationship with Vince McMahon. That has been well documented. I don't need a fucking report to know that. I've watched documentaries. I just watched the show. Come on. Be real with your people. Triple H when it Wyatt and Lesnar. Lesnar said no. Vince comes in. I want you to face Omos. Okay. And you're going to stare and say that Vince has no saying creative? Do better. Do better because you're lying. This is ridiculous. Nobody wants to see Omos versus Brock Lesnar. That is not even a WrestleMania caliber match. But that's the match that Vince McMahon wants. Vince McMahon, he pitched Bobby Lashley versus Bray Wyatt. Why? Nobody wants that either. 
So let me get this straight. So far, WrestleMania looks looks decent so far. Looks decent. We're waiting for Rey Mysterio versus Dominic. Banger. Austin Theory versus John Cena. Banger. We got Logan Paul and Seth Rollins. Banger. Gunther, Sheamus, Drew McIntyre. Banger. We got Roman Cody. Banger. Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair. Banger. As long as Rhea Ripley wins, I don't give a fuck. They're going to put on a great performance. Asuka versus Bianca Belair. As long as Asuka wins, I'm cool with it. Those ladies are going to put on a banger. So, Lita, Becky, Damage Control, Trish, Ronda Rousey, Shayna. We'll get something like that. We'll get a combination of that. Maybe we'll just get Damage Control uh, versus Shayna Baszler, Ronda Rousey, and then Becky Lynch and Lita. And guess what happens with Trish Stratus? One-on-one with Bailey. Because Bailey is the reason, or Trish Stratus was the reason that Bailey's team lost. So Bailey is going to take that personal. You see, so far we only have two women's matches on WrestleMania's card. No, 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 no. You know WWE don't play that women's agenda stuff. They don't play that. They want the women showcased. So we're going to get the women's tag team titles. A little three-way dance with those teams there. We got Bianca Belair versus Asuka. And then we got Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. I would be surprised if we do not get Bailey versus Trish Stratus. I won't be surprised. We'll see. But Omos and Lesnar? Nah. Nobody wants that. But it's happening. Piss break. That's a piss break. So Vince McMahon pitched and pushed back for Brock Lesnar versus Omos to happen at WrestleMania 39. It has been claimed. So this is what the report says. McMahon stepped down as head of creative for WWE when he retired from the company in July of 2022. However, not heading up the creative team once again, Vince's influence is being felt back on Raw and SmackDown, one of the most divisive matches that's set to take place at WrestleMania. We'll see Omos share the ring with Brock Lesnar. Um, fans aren't too keen on the idea. And interestingly enough, WrestleVolt is now reporting that it came from Vince, who pushed for the match to happen at WrestleMania. Quote, I'm told that Brock Lesnar versus Omos matchup was the idea of one specific powerful person who pushed it through. No shit. That's the end of the report. Whatever. Listen, I'm going to end it with this. Omos and Lesnar. That is a match that a lot of people, they're going to go to the bathroom. They might watch just out of curiosity purposes. They're going to go do something else. Then after the match is over, they're going to sit their ass right back down and watch the show. Bray Wyatt versus Bobby Lashley has not been confirmed, but it will definitely happen at WrestleMania. I couldn't give a rat's ass about that match either, but I'd rather watch that match than Lesnar versus Omos. But that's by a cunt's hair because I don't care about either of those matches. Those are two matches off the gate, off jump. And I'm like... I don't care. I don't care. And that's the problem right there. Every match on WrestleMania, we're also going to get Finn Balor versus uh, Edge. Rumored to be inside Hell in a Cell. It was originally supposed to happen at Royal Rumble. So hopefully it happens at WrestleMania. We will see. But the Bray Wyatt and Bobby Lashley and Omos and Brock Lesnar, those are filler matches. Those should not be filler. You understand? They really shouldn't. But they are. They are. And you have not one filler, but you have two fillers. Especially if Triple H is saying that he doesn't want, you know, wishy-washy matches on the card. Motherfucker, that's wishy-washy right there. Wyatt Lashley, wishy-washy. Omos and Lesnar... 
is the definition of wishy-washy, no one gives a fuck, next type of mindset. It's happening. There's no reason to argue. There's no reason to complain about it. But I want to make my point clear. You got two matches. One of them's official. The other one is most likely going to be official. It's being teased right now. You got two matches right now. I don't care for. That's not good. But that's all I got for you guys today. Right here on the Wrestling Take Podcast. I appreciate the support. Thank you guys for continuously going out and supporting the podcast. Um, like I said, I'm going to be up here doing some other um, you know, episodes. No Raw, no SmackDown, um, no AEW. I'm just going to do some some kind of things heading into WrestleMania, some WrestleMania-related stuff. I know there's wrestling news, so I will continuously get the news out there to you guys. But the other things, I'm going to be doing a huge... Now, I'm thinking about it. Either doing a top 50 of my favorite WrestleMania matches of all time. 50 of them. Or I'm going to stick it with top 25. I'm either going to do a top 25 or I'm going to do a top 50. And it will be in chronological order. So I will be getting that real soon. Um, Definitely before WrestleMania. I'm aiming to get it this month. Obviously, we're in March. So I got to put it out this month. I will be getting that along with other wrestling news. I will be coming back with some articles. I want to get a couple articles before the end of this month is over. So we're going to hit the ground running. I appreciate the support. Love you guys so much. And it's the king. And I'm signing off. And I'll see you guys next time. Right here on the number one podcast when it comes to creativity. And honestly, it's your boy, The Wrestling Takeover.